I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. There's a very simple process and even practice that you can use to transform your life faster and faster, but very few people do this. And it's it's so simple that most people just don't believe it. And most people won't do it. And it has a lot to do with integrating your learning and integrating your past and realizing that you're not the same person you were five years ago. You're not the same person you were a year ago. You're not even the same person you were yesterday. And so I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to walk you through a journaling prompt and I'm going to teach you principles so that you can actually utilize your past better. Because a lot of the reason why people don't grow effectively is because they're not utilizing their experiences. They're not taking their experiences and growing dramatically from them. Dan Sullivan and I actually wrote an entire book on this premise called The Gap and the Gain. And in this book, we talk about how to transform your past into more and more gains and also how to appreciate your gains. One of the reasons why people don't grow as much as they could is because they underutilize their past and they're not paying attention to the amount of progress they're actually making. In fact, especially high achievers, because high achievers are always striving for the next thing, they actually devalue their past. This is what the whole idea of the gap is, which Dan Sullivan came up with, which is that because people are always measuring themselves in the gap, which is comparing themselves now against where they want to be, they're always undervaluing all the progress they've made. How you frame your past largely dictates what you'll expect from your future. And a lot of people, they don't know how to utilize their past. Your past is a tool. The past is simply a tool. Your past can be an asset or a liability. If it's an asset, it's something that's actually helping you effectively create the future that you want. Whereas if it's a liability, then you believe that it's stopping you from having the future that you want. And it's all just a matter of framing. As people, everything we do is just choosing a different framework, a different mindset, a different perspective. And that's really what therapy is about. It's about reframing the past. It's about reframing your experience. And so what I'm going to show you is a powerful reframing tool such that you can actually continuously gain more from your past. And also so that you can take even the most small forms of growth or even taking a very small timeline like just today looking back on today and saying, how am I different from who I was yesterday? And what the whole point here is, is that integration occurs. Integration means that you've internalized and you've integrated learning. And that doesn't happen by chance. It happens by conscious choice. And so you can take your past 10 years ago, one year ago, one day ago, and you can actively focus your brain on the few areas where you actually have made progress. And by actively focusing on that and then documenting it, your brain actually will transform, especially while you sleep. So let me just go ahead and walk you through this process. If you want to, you can pull out your journal and you can actually go through this process with me, or you can just observe it and you could do this on your own time. So let me go ahead and show my screen. This is the idea of reviewing your past and then evidencing your future. What you want to do, and this goes to the idea of you, you become what you think about, is you want to find evidence of your desired future in your past. And you can do that by using your conscious mind kind of like a microscope and you're sifting through the sand to find evidence in your past of the progress you want to make. I'm going to take you through a longer term timeline and then I'm going to shorten the timeline more and more and more. And one thing that I've noticed as I've walked people through this is that in the beginning, 
most people are not trained effectively to see massive progress. This is the idea of Dan talking about the gap, that we're all often in the gap. And so people don't know how to see and appreciate their own progress, even massive progress. What I have seen as I've walked people through this is, is that when you take a really long timeline, a long timeline for me is looking over the last eight months, looking at the beginning of 2023 and saying, what has changed and what forms of progress have I made? Most people have a hard time even seeing progress over eight months. But as you go through this process and you actually reflect on it and think about it and appreciate that progress, not only and write it down, that's part of the integration. But then as we go to smaller timelines, so for example, eight months down to one month, down to one week, down to one day, as you get better at this, you start to see increasing progress even on the daily basis. And that is part of the idea of evidencing your future is seeing progress and seeing more and more progress, seeing more and more evidence of your desired future self in smaller chunks and then documenting it. That's integration. And by consciously documenting it and appreciating it, what happens is, is when you go to sleep, then as you sleep, you internalize it and your brain changes. Your brain creates new connections that reflect what you've just realized, but it also lets go. This is called anti-Hebbian learning. So Hebb's law says that neurons that fire together wire together. So Hebb's law means that you're creating it. You're actively creating a connection by looking at your past and saying, oh, that's the progress I've made. Okay, that's a new connection in your brain. But also anti-Hebbian learning says, oh, I'm no longer this person. These are the things that I used to do that I no longer do. And so as you sleep, your brain disconnects neurons that used to be parts of your belief system, parts of your identity. So just as important as learning is unlearning, unlearning your past self and your brain can literally transform such that that happens. So let's start with a longer timeline. I'm gonna show my screen. I'm gonna walk you through some prompts if you want to. You can pause this and, and write this down. And this is a skill. Mastering your past is a skill. Reviewing your past is a skill. Integrating your learning is a skill, but also expanding the learning, even in shorter timelines, is a skill. And so you can start learning and transforming more on a daily basis than most people do in a year because most people aren't reviewing their progress. They're not focusing and taking their past as a tool and making it an increasing asset. So let's go ahead and mess with this. The first question is, what has been your biggest progress since the beginning of 2023? So this is something that you can journal on. Here's just a few different sub prompts, but how are you different from who you were at the beginning of 2023? How is your reality different? Meaning how is your life, your environment, your thought processes, how you see the world, your beliefs, maybe even your situation. So how is your reality different? But also here's the idea of how is your future different? So how is the future that you're seeking different? There's a concept in psychology called prospection, which is the idea that we're all operating based on what we believe to be our prospects for the future, or even what we believe are our probabilities and our expectations for the future. If you think about the future that you are pursuing even at the beginning of the year versus the future that you're pursuing now, if you're someone who's been going through a lot of growth, and even if you're someone who regularly goes through this pro process of reviewing your past and appreciating your transformations, then chances are the future that you're pursuing is also probably dramatically different from the future that you thought you were pursuing or the future you were even were pursuing at the beginning of the year. This is the idea that integration is recognizing, internalizing, and appreciating desired change. And so what I want you to do is actually take the time to think about this. It doesn't take that long, but you have to actually think about it. Think about where you are now, wherever you're watching this. In this case, I'm filming this on August 9th of 2023. And think about how are you different? How is your life different? And also, what are the key forms of progress? This progress could be actual achievements you've had. It could be ways in which you've learned. It could be experiences you've had. All forms of learning, growth, and experiences are progress. And so what forms of progress and what have been the main forms of progress you've had since the beginning of the year? And just list them out. 
You could list them out as wins. You could list them out as experiences. You could list them out as learnings. Even big quote unquote failures or things that didn't go to plan can be seen as massive progress because there's a great book on this called Peaks and Valleys. And in that book, Spencer Johnson talks about how sometimes it's actually in the valleys that you have the deepest forms of learning that create your next peaks in the future. So it's not just about the peak experiences. It's also about the valley experiences that you turned into future peaks because you actually learned from them. So that could be just ultimately learning. You're either growing or you're learning, as some people would say. I think the key question here is how are you different from who you were at the beginning of the year? And actually listing that out. Remember, this is the whole idea of integration, is recognizing and appreciating that you are not your former self. This is a really important insight is that who you are now is not who you were even yesterday. You are not your past self. One super important insight on all of this is that yes, you are different from your past self, but secondly, you should never be angry at your past self. There's no point in having anger or even regret towards your past because you are not your past self. Your past self deserves empathy and compassion just like other people deserve empathy and compassion. Your past self was doing the best they could with the tools they had. You're not that same person. You now know better. You've got better perspectives. You don't want to be mad at your past self because that's not a past worth carrying. We're always carrying around our past and our future, but you want to continuously have a better past and you want to have empathy, compassion, and love for your past self, but also you want to recognize the differences between your current and your past self. One of the things that Dr. Daniel Gilbert talks about, and he's been studying the idea of future self for about two decades, one of the things he said is, is that your current self is as temporary and fleeting as the present moment. Who you are now is as temporary as the present moment, and you're going to be different in the future. That's actually a really helpful insight because it helps you to have a growth mindset. Rather than trying to be right, which is a fixed mindset, you're open to trying to get it right, and you recognize that in the future, you're going to be a lot less ignorant than you are now. And so that creates a growth mindset. Take some time to mess with this because I guarantee you over the last eight months or whenever you're watching this, if you look back to where you are now versus the beginning of the year, you are actually much different than you used to be. Your situation is much different. At the beginning of the year, so at the beginning of 2023, I was in a really different place than I am now. I'm doing a lot of things now and I'm pursuing a lot of things that I didn't even think were possible. They weren't even part of my reference frame at the beginning of the year. I was getting ready to launch this book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, which is my third and final book with Dan Sullivan. I was opening myself to possibilities. And over these last eight months, I've actually probably read, mostly listened to, probably 150 books, done a lot of journaling, and I've let go of a lot of things. I've let go, using the framework of 10X is Easier Than 2X, I've let go of a lot of the 80%, using the 80-20 principle. 80% of your results comes from just the 20 or 20% of what you're doing. 80% of your life right now is a reflection of your past self. And I have let go of so many things and I've opened myself to so many things. I've also had a lot of peak experiences. And peak experiences or transformative experiences are what change your view of what's possible in the future. As I look at who I am now versus where I was before and also some of the massive wins, not only of myself, but how I'm operating. This is the key point is, is that who you are now and how you're operating, it's that idea of how you do one thing is how you do all things. But who you are now and, and what you do and what you say yes and what you say no to is very different from how you were operating before. I've made some massive moves that my past self, even at the beginning of this year, would have never made, would have been too afraid to make or would have not even thought to make. And now it's just a part of my, my process. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of my operating system. Take the time. And I think it's really useful as part of this integration process to the extent you can to write down where you were at the beginning of the year. Write down what you were focused on. You know, you could write down situationally where you were at. Maybe you were in a certain job. And this is one of the reasons why journaling is so useful and so powerful is because when you go back to old journals, you can actually tap into, this, into the perspective of your past self. 
take some time and reflect on the key wins you've had, the key changes you've made, how you're different from your past self, and how your life and your situation are now different from where you were at the beginning of the year. The next question is, what has been your biggest progress in the last 90 days? So in this case, I'm filming this video on August 9th, so I could go back to May 9th, which is ironic because May 9th is actually the day that this book came out. This book literally came out 10x is easier than 2x. It came out 90 days ago from when I'm filming this. So I could ask myself, how is my life different from when this book came out? How am I different? What are the major things I've learned? What are the most important wins I've had? What are the most important experiences I've had? How have my priorities changed? How has my perspective changed? How has my views of my future changed? How is what I want changed? So just taking the time to look back. And again, the main idea here, the main concept is that if you want to change your life quickly, you do that by recognizing, appreciating, and creating more and more gains from your past. And this is one of the things that Dan taught me while we were writing this book, The Gap and the Gain. In order to make massive progress in the future, you actually need to start by appreciating your progress in the past. Taking the past and appreciating that progress and seeing it. And this is a skill. This is what I call developing mastery of your past. Your past is a tool. Your past is something that is more a reflection of who you are now than your actual past. As people, we're always reconstructing our past. We're reconstructing our memory in the present. It's our present that determines and shapes the meaning of our past. And our past is simply a tool that we have mastery over or don't. If you don't have mastery of your past, what that means is that you're not effectively utilizing it. You're not utilizing it to continually create and create amazing change in progress and learning in, in the present and the future. If you don't have mastery of the past, then what that means is that you're blaming your past and you believe that your past is driving you rather than that you're the one driving your past. The key thing here is that by taking time on a regular basis, it could be on a weekly basis, I would say even on a daily basis, but you can do the daily basis one small, is that on a regular basis, just look back on where you were before and just reflect on how much has actually changed and on how you've changed. And by recognizing that and by appreciating that and by documenting it, you will actually internalize it. And by internalizing it, then as you sleep, your brain changes, your identity changes, and you change. You change by appreciating change, but you also change by looking at that change and by focusing on it and by seeing evidence of that change. You don't change and you don't integrate by chance. You change by conscious choice. And conscious choice is just by simply taking the time to do it, by simply reflecting on how have you changed. This is how you shape the meaning of your past. How are you different from who you were 90 days ago? What are the most important forms of progress you've made? What are the most important forms of success and learning? In terms of myself, this book is by far my most successful, commercially successful book. Uh, we've had big gains from this, but it's also created amazing opportunities and experiences that I wasn't expecting. I've also made some big moves in my business and in my personal life that my past self wouldn't have made. So I've made some massive progress over the last 90 days and who I am now and how I'm operating and even what I'm pursuing is very different from what I was pursuing 90 days ago. And so you can do this, by the way. Don't get so complicated on this. A lot of people get very complicated when it comes to journaling. Just ask this question. What have been your biggest forms of progress in the last 90 days? And just simply write bullet points. Those bullet points could be small achievements. They could be you overcoming failures. They could be just having experiences. I could say that a big form of progress is me being a lot less emotionally reactive to my kids and being a lot more supportive and a lot more loving towards my wife. And then I could document evidences of that. And again, as I'm seeing evidences of, of that and as I'm appreciating that and as I'm writing it down and as I'm internalizing it, then I'm actually putting it down. I'm seeing it. I'm doing it by conscious choice, not by random chance. And by 
actually appreciating it, acknowledging it. I'm now internalizing it, which is how you integrate. And then as I go to sleep, it's becoming a more and more part of who I am. Neurons, new neurons are firing and wiring together. And according to anti-Hebbian law, old neurons are disappearing and falling away such that my old worldviews, my old beliefs, and even my old identity are falling away. And I'm appreciating that I'm not my past self. I love my past self, empathy and compassion toward my past self even 90 days ago when I launched this book, but I am not that same guy. And I see massive changes. I see massive changes in who I am, how I operate. I see massive changes in what I say yes to. I see massive changes in what I say no to. There's a lot of things 90 days ago that I would have said yes to that I now say no to. And so I have a lot higher standard. And that standard is how you operate. We all have a standard. There's a lot of research that shows that people with high standards pursue high goals. They pursue goals above their standards because they're trying to continuously elevate their standards. But also your standard reflects what you're most committed to and your standard reflects your identity. And so I can see that I have a very different identity and a very different standard than I did 90 days ago. How I do one thing now is very different from how I did one thing or everything 90 days ago. I'm different. I have a different team. We have different perspectives, different systems, different processes, different standards. And I'm just operating as a different person. And I invite you to look at how are you different from who you were 90 days ago? So the next question is, what has been your biggest progress since the beginning of the month? And again, you don't have to follow this framework. You can just ask yourself, what has been my biggest progress in the last 90 days or the last seven days or the last one day or the last year or the last 10 years? You can do this however you want. I'm just giving you an example of reviewing your past and evidencing in that past your desired future. What you focus on expands, what you see, you create more of. And so the goal is to see progress, to acknowledge that progress, to disconnect your past self from your present self, and to recognize evidences of your desired progress and future self so that you can expect and create that because your brain is a prediction machine. And the framing you have of your past is going to shape largely your expectations for your future. So in this case, it's August 9th as I'm filming this. And so I could go back to the beginning of August and I can say, what's been my biggest progress this month since the beginning of the month? So I would just write down what has changed since August. Again, a big question is how am I different from who I was nine days ago? And if I really think about it, I can see that I am different. How I do things is different. I've had massive experiences that have changed who I am. And I could write those down and acknowledge those. And by acknowledging those, I can see that I'm different. And by acknowledging and appreciating those and writing them down, literally writing them down and appreciating them, consciously consciously creating it. That's what conscious creation is, is that I'm consciously writing down and creating the meaning of my past. And I'm saying, because of this, I am now different in these ways. And I get to decide what those ways are. And I get to frame it that way. And then I internalize it. And then again, back to the idea of sleep. I go to sleep, my brain transforms, and I'm becoming more and more of what I'm creating through my perspective and through my appreciation and through my internalization. So how are you different from who you were at the beginning of this month? Just write it down. What are the key experiences and key evidences of progress? Key learnings, key ways you're different, key ways in which you now operate differently than you did just at the beginning of the month. Key forms of progress, key forms of learning. And then you could just ask yourself, what's the biggest progress in the last seven days? So if I went back, I'm filming this on a Wednesday. So if I went back to last Wednesday, last Wednesday, I was actually back in Utah. Because uh, I was in Utah for a family trip. And so I could go back a week and say, what the heck has happened this week? And what have been the key biggest forms of progress, learning, growth? And how am I different than who I was a week ago? What do I now know that my past self didn't know? And there actually has been massive growth, massive learning, massive success. And so I can see that I'm not the same person I was in the past. And I can see that I'm making specific progress. And I get to define and choose what that progress is. I get to frame my past that way. I get to write it down, appreciate it, and then internalize it. And that's how you integrate. That's how you transform fast. And then the final question is just, what's the biggest progress in the last 24 hours? 
And this is something that Dan and I talk about in the gap in the game. I forget which chapter. I think it's chapter five on on your last one hour of the day and about how most people during the last one hour of their day, they're scrolling on their phone. You know, your input shapes your outlook. And so people are feeding themselves just essentially scrolling and then they go to bed and they wake up and keep scrolling and keeping reactive and keep feeding their brain random inputs, which are essentially shaping their future self. Rather than doing that and rather than staring at a screen and being reactive and essentially random and just feeding your brain nonsense, feeding your brain candy, trash, that's shaping a, a worldview that creates a low expectation future. Instead, actually take some recovery because recovery is a huge aspect of flow. Turn off your smartphone, be present, take some recovery, but also just pull out your journal and just take three to five minutes and simply ask this question. What has been the biggest progress in the last 24 hours? In other words, how are you different from who you were the night before? When you went to bed last night, how are you different? What key progress have you made? What key learnings have you made? How are you different from who you were last night when you went to bed? Just look at the past 24 hours and again, document that. And this again is a skill. This is a skill of mastering the past and of maximizing the past and of creating a past, even a very small time frame past of 24 hours and stretching that past. Time is very relative. Um, your past is something that you have massive control over. From a physics standpoint, the past, present, and future all exist here and now. From a psychology perspective, the past, present, and future all happen right now, but you have a lot of creative control over the past. As Brent Slife would say, the theoretical psychologist, it's more accurate to say that the present causes the meaning of the past than to say that the past causes the meaning of the present. It's not the past that determines who you are now. It's you and your conscious mind and your reconstructive ability to come up with memories Memory is just as imagined as imagination towards the future. It's essentially your skill to transform your memories and to squeeze the most juice out of even small time frames. You can take a day and you can really expand that, stretch it, and that day could be worth a decade. You can frame it in that way and you can frame learning and appreciate that learning. Challenge that most people have is that they don't regularly review their progress and they don't know how to expand that progress and internalize it and integrate it such that each day, they're making more and better progress and appreciating that progress and stretching that progress out. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you've never read The Gap in the Game, please grab this. By the way, as with 10X is easier than 2X, all of all of my books with Dan, including Who Not How, if you grab the audiobook of those books, there are hours of bonus interviews between me and Dan Sullivan. If you don't know who Dan Sullivan is, Dan Sullivan is the co-founder of Strategic Coach. Strategic Coach is one of the top entrepreneurial coaching programs in the world. Dan is an incredible coach. He's been coaching high-level entrepreneurs for 50 years. It was my great honor to write these books with Dan and to learn from him. And so if you haven't checked out The Gap in the Game, 10X is Easier Than 2X, or even Who Not How, and if you like audiobooks, check those out because there's incredible interviews between me and Dan Sullivan. Also, check out Be Your Future Self Now. The paperback just came out, and this book breaks down all of the latest science and just incredible insights on your future self and about how to operate from your future and create from your future rather than how most people do it, which is most people are creating and operating from the past and present. Uh, this shows you how to connect with your future self from an imagination standpoint, but also from an emotional standpoint. A lot of research on how to, first off, imagine your future self, but also how to emotionally get connected to your future self, go from thinking to feeling to ultimately knowing and creating increasing evidence towards your future self, such that that becomes the future that you most expect and predict and create. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I hope you enjoy this. Have a great day. See ya.